Time, money, energy. We talk about it, right? It's key. To your point, they don't have time to do that. Somebody said you got to do it. Or if they're in the person ultimate top of the top and they know they need to do it, they've said to themselves, I should probably do this. Mm -hmm. But that's not the use of time that they probably would want, right? And it is time consuming. The mistake I see a lot in the industry, whether it's corporate or college, on the buyer side, is they are they have a budget. They're very price conscious. I get that fully. But what you guys are doing is helping to advise them on how to use those dollars effectively. Stretch that dollar. Stretch it. They only have so much they can spend. So it's really important they spend it well. Adam, speaking of interested now, you've got um, you've got an interesting uh, thing going in in college because you have a lot of aggregators, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things, but you know, we talked about the word of mouth. We also talked about the fact that you know we partner strategically. We have strategic alliances with a lot of <laughs> associations and bookstore, major bookstore companies, yep. and there's a lot of things going on there, but. Um, that doesn't mean they're going just because you get the license, you get that introduction doesn't mean they're going to stick with you. Right. There's 24,000 companies that do what we do. And most of the companies that you talk to, there's multiple licensees at that brand calling the same people that you're calling. Yep. What's the value proposition that you're getting feedback on from folks one, two, three times in? What's the value prop that is a difference maker for them where they're going, this is why club colors is now our answer. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot that we can talk about with that answer. Um, what I wanted to talk about, well, that's why we're here today, uh, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it kind of goes with the question you asked before, right? A philosophy that I truly believe in is that when you're bringing on some of these newer accounts or working with, within a newer department, it really just takes one, right? It takes one order, Mm -hmm. right? And with that order, right? They should receive that white glove service. They should receive that speed to sale, that speed to communication, um, where they have no choice but to talk about you to other people, right? So only takes one is is a, is a philosophy where um, you're really leveraging that one person that's bought with you, right? So um, treating them, like you said earlier, right, through that entire sale with us, it's a relationship sale. It's not one transaction, you're on to the next. Mm-hmm. You might talk with that person for the next 15 years if they stay in that position, yeah. right? So it, it starts with that first sale and really leveraging that relationship, right? So um, speed of response is a big one right? Quality of service, quality of product. And, and, um, I think the way that we go to market is really listening to our clients, right? So not just shoving product down their throat and saying, Hey, look at this bag, look at this water bottle. It comes in red, white, and blue. And it yeah. comes, it's four ninety nine. Like that's not how we sell. And mm. the buyers don't want to hear it that way. We want to understand the roles that they play in these campuses, their initiatives that they might have this year for their brand, right? And really speak on a higher level of the marketing that they're doing on their campus and understand that, hey, we just use these types of things as a vehicle to a solution for you. Whether that's to get more students into your program, whether that's to get more donations to, from alumni, um, it, it's it's a different conversation that we're having with these people to really understand what is their pain point, what is the problem that they have, and then we can come to them with a solution, not start with, hey, we're Club Colors, we're going to offer you a water bottle and a t-shirt. What do you yeah. want? Yeah, we've talked about this. Like Nobody wakes up in the morning and goes, you know what? I feel like buying coffee mugs. <laughs> uh, I think I'll put a logo on it too. Like no, no. If you do, still call us. <laughs> 
Yeah, we can help you. But we, we might we might help you. We might help you in a lot of ways yeah. to think about it differently. But um, yeah, not a lot of people are waking up and doing that. There's typically an event, an emotion, uh, an initiative. There is a rollout. There's a reason. There's a reason, right? And and the product doesn't impact the outcome from the standpoint of like you buy the product and you get what you want, right? There's messaging and copyright and marketing collateral and a whole brand experience that goes with that. The product just supports all of that stuff so that it's memorable, so that it triggers emotion. So every time they go to their cupboard and they get that coffee mug, they go, I remember that event. That was awesome. I should donate to alumni, right? Yep. That's that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get that type of thing going. Well, there's a level of, of work that goes into it for them too, right? Yeah. For, for your client, right? It's for us, it's, it's taking that away from them and say, hey, go run your program, go run your event. Let us look for some of these things that are going to work, some of these solutions, some of these mugs to your point that are actually good. Right. Yeah. And not let you do that work on top of all the other stuff that you're doing during the day. Right. Let us be that personal shopper for you. Let us be a partner and really be an extension of your brand and your department. Time, money, energy. We talk yes. about it. Right. It's key to your point. They don't have time to do that. Somebody said you got to do it. Or if they're in the person ultimate top of the top and they know they need to do it, they've said to themselves, I should probably do this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's. That's not the the use of time that they probably would want, right? And it is time consuming. Moreover, you know, the mistake I see a lot in the industry, whether it's corporate or college, on the buyer side, mm-hmm. is they are they have a budget. They're very price conscious. I get that fully, but what you guys are doing is helping to advise them on how to use those dollars effectively. Stretch that dollar. Stretch it. They only have so much they can spend. So it's really important they spend it well. Mm -hmm. Which I think is really funny is that a lot of times we ask, Hey, what's the budget for this? And like that our clients want to like pretend like it's like some super secret. We're like, I can't tell you like, well, just tell me so I can work. Like now that I know your budget, I'm going to screw you. Okay. Let me stop for a second. <laughs> stop for a second. Orders up. Um, we give you our best price first. Okay. Like we are not here to nickel and dime people. No. And our salespeople will be run right out of the building yep. if we hear them nickel and diming people. We give you our best price first. And in that best price, okay, means a ton of service, a ton of effort, a ton of advisement. So, and premium decoration, premium um, products for the decoration, ink, thread, machinery, technology, speed of shipping, Amazing fulfillment, white glove service, as you talked about. Yep. But when we give you a price, it's our best price. We don't do the whole, like, we're going to call you a thousand. We're like, okay, now you've got, when they say no, mm-hmm. you've got room. No, we want to move on too. What, where you can come going? down to 750 <laughs> and then they're going to say no again. And then you go talk to your sales manager and then you go back to me, you go 850. And then they, and then they're like, well, that sounds good, but how about E25? And you're like, mm, <laughs> I have to talk to my manager about that. And they're like, 813. Deal! I feel like right? that's not how it works here. No. I feel like to Adam and your point, right? Like, we do best with client honesty to us. 
Yeah. Because we will provide. Tell us what you want. The greatest ROI yeah. then in that situation. But if we don't know some of the answers, we can't, we will do our best to provide a solution. But if you're able to be upfront and connect on a partnership level or to give us more of the, um, the ins and outs of what's actually occurring at the event, we will, yeah. we will, who are you we, talking to? Yeah. We'll reinvent that into the thing that makes you successful and be the hero in that situation. So that's why it's so important. We do a lot of training on how to ask those questions. Uh, I want to ask you gentlemen, and then we're going to move into, you know, the fun, fun segment of the show. Beautiful. But I want to ask you guys, what's really, really trending right now. You're in the know. Like I, you know, I get my no from you guys. You're in the trenches, man. You are talking to not only clients, but you're talking to high-level clients. You're talking to the salespeople, and you're interacting with the suppliers who are really in the know because they're making this stuff, right? Um, what is trending right now? What's hot in the marketplace? What are colleges buying? Let's start with you, Adam. What are college campuses just jumping on? Give me three things. Then on the corporate side, I'd love to know. And, you know, within what our suppliers offer and services that we provide as well, because some of what we provide is not necessarily a tangible product mm -hmm. uh, from the standpoint of like a wearable or a hard good, but it might be more like a spatial thing, right? Yep. All right. So, Adam, three things. So, let me tell you the first uh, and, and least mind-blowing. I love what you started. Let me tell you the let first. Let me tell thing. you about the, first, the least mind-blowing answer ever. In the college industry, a t-shirt will always lead the way. Oh, my so God. That's yeah, your first I mean, answer, right? I'm not, But I'm not going to go into that. That's just the answer. But actual fun products, things that are happening, um, something that we're seeing a lot of right now is higher-end drinkware getting into the college market. Really? Yep. Two major brands. If you follow me on LinkedIn, you saw me post about the one. Another one just recently approved uh, collegiate marks on all of their um, drinkware, right? Ooh, so there's a big one coming in the college market. I, I heard you talking yep. about this. Yeah, so there's the big brand coming. Two of them that are that are now approved and that we and have people people to. don't know this. So let's just educate people for a second. Like you in order to put a logo on a product, there has to be licensing approval. Mm -hmm. And the manufacturer of the product also has to approve that they're going to allow their uh, logo to be put on their product. So it's a it's it goes both ways. Licensing has to say, yeah, that, that fits what this university is down with. But the manufacturer has a say. It's their product. They have a say in it, too. So they could be like, well, we don't want that university or a college or, or a corporation to put a logo on our product. So that just happened with a really, really prime time. Yep. And I think Supplier of the one I think I, I want to say sat down with our co-CEOs, Chris and Jeff, to understand how we do our business and how we're protecting those collegiate partners, right? They don't just want anyone um, yes. to be able to source that. So That's the key, that, policing the brand. Yep. Like we don't just promote brands, we police them too, meaning we make sure that their brand doesn't look bad in the marketplace or doesn't break rules or doesn't go against the core values, the principles and the beliefs of the organization. Yep, so you have, give you the boring answer with t-shirts, it gave you uh, a little bit that more. That is not one. boring. <laughs> Hi, Why do you wear? say that? Don't insult t-shirts. It's a typical giveaway. I, I love It's not typical if you put the right message on it. I agree. It's typical if you do if you do a gray with a white left chest yes. logo. Yeah. But don't insult t-shirts, Adam. <laughs> do you know some t-shirts? I know I'm great friends with many t-shirts. And then I'll give you a third one here. It's more of a concept that Jason touched on too, and it's happening on, on the college side. It's um employee onboarding, retention, engagement. Um 
and uh, recognition. Has that been a has have there's has there been a lot of turnover in faculty at universities just over the last few years? Yeah, weirdly, yes. I mean, I, I think um, pre-COVID, you saw people at the same university for a long time. Uh, over over recent years, people have been jumping ship pretty um, pretty often, right? So yeah. I think some of these things that we're doing right now, um, employee onboarding kits is a huge one, right? Making sure that when you do get a new employee, they're prepared to come on that first day. To, and you retain them. Yep. The exactly. cost of turnover is... <laughs> not good. <laughs> I gave it a kiss it and a bell. It doesn't sound like the bell. No, it was, I'm, it sounded great, but it was meant to be bad. Mm -hmm. That was the bad kiss and bell. Yeah. Employee, that, that employee engagement retention. And then it also goes hand in hand with that, uh, with spatial branding and, and for those internal employees, be proud to uh, walk into their workspace to um, you really have that, that school spirit when they walk in, right? So when I talk about spatial branding, we're able to bring life to those walls that are either plain, that they don't have graphics on, they aren't branded. Um, we're seeing a lot of that. So just that, that internal marketing, I guess, if you will. Design Lab has been killing it with the spatial branding. Yes, they have. That, you know, we obviously are working with teams and strategic partners as it relates to the actual manufacturing of some of that spatial branding and the installation of that will project manage it. But the actual graphic design is a collaboration between our design lab marketing department and the marketing department at that college campus or corporation. And some of the work that is coming out of that, maybe we'll drop some of the work in the description of this podcast because it's off the hook. And by the way, if you're struggling as a business right now to get your people to come back into the office, you better give them an environment that makes them want to come back into the environment. Like if you have a building with really basic white walls and no decoration on there and there's not a lot graphics. of, it's not aesthetic or it's old logos and you just haven't updated it, it might be time to invest. If you, you the want your frame down with team and it's yeah, like it says, it's like, a, it's collaboration. like, it's the grand Canyon <laughs> yes, and it yeah. says no, no valleys too yeah. big for success or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah. uh, you know, a huge mountain. It was like, it says something like Fly. you can climb this to hit quota. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you've got that hanging up in your office, you're going to want to call club colors immediately because like hurry, like hurry, <laughs> like before I edit this and send it out, you hold on. Got a call. Sorry guys. <laughs> Yep, Jim. <laughs> yeah, we got your spatial branding, no problem. All right, Jim wants spatial branding. Adam, we got him. He's good. Jason, three things. Uh, we'll jump right into the same topic you were on. Spatial being one. Yeah, um, it's been huge from a branding perspective, not just to track folks back to the office, but I think a lot of organizations are missing the um, element of reminders, whether it's core values, mission statement, the messaging. Yeah, the messaging huge. Like, it, 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 it's very easy to say, Hey, we invested in this workspace and people go to work. Yeah. Right. But like, if you don't give them an environment where they feel energized or they're reminded of certain things that are core to the company that help drive initiatives and different pieces, it's just a blank. Like, why, well, there's no point in coming up with core values if nobody knows them. Yeah. Correct. Right. So, right. And, and we'll, let's go back to the 17% thing. If you think you have a conference call with the whole company and go, these are our five core values, and they all go, oh, 
I'm going to tattoo that on my brain and it's going to, and every comment and every action I make is going to be consistent with that core value. You think that's going to happen. I love your confidence, but that will not happen. We are human beings. We need repetition. It needs to be subliminal and conscious. I need to see it. I need to hear it. And then when I go to the bathroom, I got to see it again. And then when I'm making a hot pocket in the microwave, I need to see it then. And then next thing I know, I'm on a call. I don't know where to go. The client's like, how would you deal with that? I go, well, one of our core values is because I see it through my glass window in my office. I can see it right there in front of me. And I'm just going off of that. And now I'm consistent with the brand. So that's huge. It is huge. And I think um, a lot of folks that look at our space typically you know as adam highlighted early in the conversation but adam's oh, the best we're <laughs> we're the polo people or we get we get pigeon held into one thing yeah we are truly a one-stop resource when it comes to marketing nobody puts baby in the corner is what you're trying to say correct mm. and so <laughs> our, our <God>. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a good podcast without a dirty dancing quote. Let's be honest. It's fine. Like, come on. Uh, but I think one of the, the great things behind that is we're not, or we are no longer the polo people. Yeah. We've evolved into being a resource when it comes to all these multitudes of branding. And so we want to empower our clients when they go, well, can you do? And I go, yeah, yes. Uh, like, by the way, clients and prospective clients, you don't need to ask us if we can do it because we'll find a way. Can I tell a story, John? A quick story. I love this stories, morning. Adam. Hold on. Hold on. What do you got for me? Here we go. Oh, beautiful. Story time with Adam. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. This is this morning. I had a call. I was at 930 in the morning with a school out east. And um, they said, hey, you know, so we talked. It was, a, it was an intro call. So I talked about we can literally put your logo on anything. We can source anything. I talked about spatial branding, kidding, programs, everything. Wonderful call ends the call with this question. All right, I want to challenge you because I've asked this to many vendors and no one can find this. Let's I'm go. Like, I'm like, oh, perfect. Let's go. Our tee favorite. this one. Tee yeah. this one up. Come on. And uh, give me your best fastball. Let's go. <laughs> and he goes, Hey, you know those mini football helmets? I'm like, yeah, done. He's like, No, no. We're school out east, big in lacrosse. I've always wanted to do mini customized lacrosse, lacrosse helmets. helmets. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, easy done. Um, I will rip the head off of a Pez dispenser and put a mask on that thing and let's go. Yeah. This is my game. <laughs> yeah, Jason got excited, college lacrosse player. Yeah, but but I mean, that was at, what I said, 9.30. By the time this we did this podcast this afternoon, right, I already had pricing quotes. I had turnaround time. I'm asking him for art. Like, yes, we can find it. And I don't know who he was asking or, or how many people he asked before, but we found it in the matter of a couple hours where we're going to custom, custom source it and, and get it for him. So... Um, it's pretty fun to be able to do All that. All right. You just heard that lacrosse teams at colleges, or you got to pick up lacrosse team. You want a little, little helmet for your, your, your after there. work <laughs> lacrosse team. Is there an after, is there a corporate lacrosse team? It seems like a dangerous, like softball, like co-ed softball I seems cool, but night. like, Hey, the Thursday night yeah. beer league lacrosse seems like you got four people coming into work on Friday, missing a tooth. It's like the hockey league. Like, How come you weren't on the conference call? Oh, I snapped my, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I, I got. Checked. Lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, Adam. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Is that throw us the ball uh, because one of the things the company has worked on for a long time is putting ourselves in a position where our salespeople never have to say no. Mm-hmm. 
that's the best way to build a sales team is to put them in a position where a client says, you know, can you do this? And they're like, absolutely. Now that is not to say, and I'm going to be honest, that they don't hang up that call, go to Adam and Jason to go, <laughs> can we do this? And Adam and Jason like, calm down. Yes, we can. And sometimes Adam and Jason go, I don't know. And then they go and Chris? some of the division. Yeah. Chris, uh, Chris Tassi. Hello. Can we do this? Chris like, don't worry. Most confident human, 30 seconds of courage. That's his thing. He'll find a way. But it, it, it that has been our, our growth mm-hmm. is that agility that ability to diversify on the go and to align with strategic partners. So challenge us. By the way, ask us, can we do it? We'll find a way. And if you've been told three times by somebody else, no, the fourth time you'll get a yes. Trust me, call us. Just giving those, those sales reps, our brand advisors, that autonomy to go make a play. I love it. That's it. Go make a play. Another bell on that one. Yeah. Soup's up. Yeah, so I think um, spatial and the agility piece is huge to our growth as an organization, right? Um, another one I would say is technology. Yes, right. So you I, were you were talking about that the other day. Is huge. It, it it's really about not just the brand shop we might ho- host for a contract client, um, but helping them with data collection. Another way to engage their teams when they're in hybrid or remote situations, um, easing the 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 relationship of, you know, payment and spreadsheets and yeah. all these things and giving their employees a sense of um, recognition because they get to actually be a part of the experience in selection versus you going, here's your gift. It's Apollo. Yeah. And like, you're like, Here, oh, thanks. here's your I t-shirt am. right with one color logo on it, which is I Adam's like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh points. You give yeah. them another way of feeling like they're a part of it. Right. Um, so technology is a big one. I think the third one, some of our clients currently use it. We're about to roll out a big piece of it, but it is Oasis and making oh, sure that. Oh, I can't wait to do a podcast that's on Bob, Oasis. That's Bob music on Dude, yeah. Oasis. Right? Oasis. <laughs> yeah, there we go. By Club Color. Like and that. providing experiences, right? <laughs> <laughs> so providing a client experience, not thinking of it. Yes, we're using tangible items. We're. Um, you know, still giving away hard goods in a different fashion, but on site for an SKO or grabbing that whole event, a president's club or whatever it may be, um, managers meeting, making sure that the folks that are there are still engaged in making sure that they're feeling the culture and they're feeling this. It it just, they shouldn't say I have to go to an event, right? Like they shouldn't say there's to their significant other. I'm getting on an airplane because I have to go to an event. Correct. They should be like, I am out of here, man. I can't wait to go. <laughs> Let's go. How many times have you shown up and you're like, uh, they gave me the bag and I did the yeah. thing. The thing with the thing. But if you could create an environment where you got on, you had folks leaving going, calling their husband or wife and going, dude, I did this experience. Like I, yeah. I got to interact. It was and, off the hook. And I got to select my sunglasses. How about they, they I, decided to create content for the first time because the event was so amazing and now they just promoted your brand to a whole nother level. So like, I think that's been not just a thing as an organization we're offering to sell as a solution. It's something that we've instilled as a leadership group. No, we do it ourselves. We do it ourselves, right? With our presence club. And I think Jeff and Chris are both great in the sense of, like you can give things away that's a part Fine. of branding and marketing, but whatever. But like 
what do people talk about to, and what do they remember? Yeah, create an experience. Create, create a memory. the experience and feeling. You know what people talk about and remember? The hot iron with JMO. Soup's up. And it's about to happen. Soup is up. Adam, you know the rules to the hot iron with JMO. Yep. I All right. You know the rules. We're going to do this different, though. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to give you question one. I'm going to give you question two. I'm gonna, otherwise, we're going to be here for a week and a I half. I agree. Which I'd be happy to do. I'd be here for a week and a half, but I get very sleepy. Cool. Let's bounce them. All right. So we're going to bounce these questions. Ladies and gentlemen, you have entered the hot iron with JMO. This is Stowe and Heist Styly. Here we go. <laughs> As you know, we're on a two minute clock that does not exist because time is a social construct I don't believe in. Like when a client says to me, I don't have time, I'm like, don't believe it because you choose if you have time. <laughs> okay. And then the last thing is there are no right answers, but Jason, <laughs> you better get your answers right. Adam, you are first to go. Here we go. A one, two, three. What are the three reasons you hear from clients why they love to buy from Club Colors? Did you ask me this during, our, during the podcast? I think speed. I might have. <laughs> Uh, I think speed to communication, the way we respond very mm -hmm. quickly. Um, the questions that we're asking and understanding their role, their brand, and really why they're buying it. And I think the quality of work that we do. Yeah. And I didn't ask you that question. That's correct. Awesome. I asked you a different question. It was a different <laughs> way of asking it. Thanks for calling me out of my own show. <laughs> correct. Jason, what is the biggest trend you are hearing from suppliers that marketing people are jumping on board with? I think it's um, sustainability and um, eco. Sustainability and eco. I love it. That's great. When we say sustainability, we don't just mean like, um, you know, going green necessarily. There's a lot of ways to be sus sustainability, like making sure that you're dealing with manufacturers that are following the proper guidelines and like don't have child labor issues and are actually, you know, following the rules of manufacturing. Properly. But we're also promoting it ourselves, um, being Ecovatus, right? Yes. And having a bronze standard. Now. Bronze standard. By the way, most companies don't get a rating until like their 10th time of going through that process. On our very first try, we got a bronze rating and we are hell bent on getting that gold rating. We will be there. All right. Great answer. What makes a new salesperson successful faster? And what sustains a veteran salesperson for an extended period of time? Uh, so for the first part, new um, employee, it's at that activity. A couple of different reasons, right? We got, you got to put a lot of poles in the water, right? So you can catch some fish. Um, also it gets you practice, right? The amount of, of calls, the amount of times you're doing the, the calls and the pitch, it's going to get you better at it. Um, for a veteran, it's really concentrating on relationship, be in the game, care about your client at a higher level, um, and ask those questions that, that build that personal relationship with them. I love it. You got to get your reps in. You got to care. Here we go, Jason. You have both grown significantly as leaders and industry experts. Let's be honest. I mean, you've been doing this for 15 years. That, that's, you know, 10,000 hours. I'm guaranteeing you that. So you have become an expert in the industry. What are the keys to success without naming a mentor or a peer necessarily? So don't be like, this person is the reason why I've been this, right? But what are the steps to execution that have allowed you to get to a point of success and expertise? Well, I think it's a few things. I think you have to 
I'm Unless you want to name me. Go ahead. <laughs> John Morris. Uh, <laughs> I think a few things <laughs> are, um, or main points, right, are um, you have to develop both personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. Those are two pieces of the equation. Like if you are um, only focusing on one, you're going to struggle on the other. And I think watching also what the organization is trying to do that you're working for um, from a culture standpoint, from an achievement standpoint, and making sure you understand what that mission is, right? For myself, I have worked here for 15 years and we've continued to evolve and evolve and evolve and being okay with constant change and new challenges. Mm -hmm. And I think if you only look at things as an obstacle, you're going to really struggle. But if you look at things as an opportunity and you say, mindset, baby, put put my hand up and go Mm -hmm. mindset and go, I'm happy to help. I don't really know if it's going to affect my pay or my outcome Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like I just, I heard there is a need. I want to contribute towards the success because that tells me I'm going to be employed and I'm going to have an opportunity here. You're going to grow. Change is good. Nobody says it's going to be easy. Yes. All right, here we go. Let's let's talk for a second here. If you won the lottery, like a big mm. win, Adam, okay. like big. We're not talking about you know scratch off. Yeah, hey, I won fifty bucks, bucks yeah. right? Big win. Would you keep working? Okay, mm. and, and what would you change or what would you do more of? I would love to. I would be so awesome at winning the lottery. Let me tell you, I'd be taking my friends places. Oh, like, yeah. I would take you places, John. We'd be we'd I have think, so much fun. I think there's there would be some trips. Adam would be. He's a very generous human. Oh my! I'd blow no, through he, that money. Real I kind of hope you win. No, I would need generous. someone to look after yeah. that money. You'd be on welfare in three months. <laughs> yeah, I would need help. And we'd know, all be on Corvettes. I would need help. He would be, you know. DJ Diesel. <laughs> this would be his new career. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> he, just put, he would put all of it into scratch it. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> well, I, I'd have to work. Yes, I, I, I can't sit at home. I'd be so bored. I wouldn't change much, honestly, with my current life. I would just live it so much more lavish yeah. and higher level and go to crazy places. Um, but honestly, I'd, I'd keep working. I'd keep doing everything I'm doing right now, but uh, I'd have a lot more fun. Yeah, money's not the key to happiness, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> To help you be happy. Er. Ish. All right. That is correct. Also, buy me stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's get weird for a second, Jason. Are you ready to get weird? Let's I get love weird. getting weird with you. Aliens. Okay. Okay, we're going aliens. Apparently, they're here. I don't know. I don't know if you've heard, but they're here. According to our news and government, whatever. And um, if this is true... Is this a market that we should be hitting? Like, should we be approaching this market and uh, consider calling on them? Like, should they get on Convincely and start tapping in? And what products do you think that the alien race would be most interested in? Wow, that's a great question. And that is a great question. On, Jason. It took, you know how long it took me to write that question? Yeah, like spaceship bumper stickers and stuff. Oh, like my gosh. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> the opportunity. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to galaxies here. Yeah. The aliens are here, at Jason. I'm the not, news said so. I, I'm not against it. I believe they're here. I they think, are. The news said it. <laughs> I think the yes. The answer is I have no idea because I don't know how you call them. 
B, if Ooh, we do get good in, point, if we do get in contact, there's going to be a new Apple coming out soon. You should probably call Tom DeLong from Blink One Eight Two because yes. he probably has a good idea how to market to them. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Which one is he? <laughs> That's right. All right, Adam, are you ready? Yep. This one was like built for you. Mr. Fantasy Guy. Yeah. It's NFL preseason. All right. So let's get crazy here. Let's talk final four. Yeah. Two from the NFC. Yeah. Two from the AFC, right? So your final four. Who's winning those games going to the Super Bowl? So your two Super Bowl teams, who wins the Super Bowl? And then I got a magic question for you after that. God, that's tough. Final four. I don't know how much I love the NFC. I can give you. So I've been watching. I've been drinking this Kool Aid. I've been watching Hard Knocks, and I love Aaron Rodgers. I yeah. love the Jets. I'm a sucker. Yeah. I think the Jets. I think I don't know how you don't throw the Chiefs. We're both all diehard Bears fans, but we are so Aaron Rodgers jealous. If man. I'm just gonna be, he's so good. He's the man. So I'm gonna go. I, you got to throw the Chiefs in there. I don't know how you don't. I gotta go Chiefs, Jets, Chiefs, Jets, and the NFC. It just, it just isn't good. It Mishmash. Isn't good. It's got to be the Niners, and I don't know who else is out there. I really don't. There's just no NFC team. I guess the Eagles and Niners, but like that's pretty boring. But the NFC is kind of a repeat. AFC is pretty pretty loaded. Who uh, who who, who goes? Who goes? Who are your two teams in the Super Bowl? Let's live out just a fun scenario. Let's have Aaron Rodgers go to the New York and just okay, home, yes, bring home a Lombardi. That's gonna be awesome. Just have a good time. Yeah, so like you got that. the Jets winning the Super Bowl? Sure. Yeah, this is not? bold. Let's do it. All right. Now that Aaron Rodgers is no longer in the NFC North, <laughs> thank you, Lord. <laughs> Um, what is the over under on wins and losses for the Bears? I think Vegas has them at six and a half. It might be higher, I think. Seven and a half. It might have moved up to. So now they play seventeen mm-hmm. games, or there's it's a seventeen week season. No, they 17 play seventeen games. games. Yeah. yeah, they play eighteen week season, seventeen games. What's the over under? How many wins? That preseason game was pretty fun, huh? <sighs> How can you not be excited about that? You had back to back touchdowns. Great. Three, two screenplays and oh a ten yard pass, and we think Justin Fields is now. Uh, yeah. The D looked good. The D did look good. <laughs> the D yeah. looked good. It'd be on fields. I mean, it's a big year for him to see if they if he'll be the quarterback next year. Now it's a huge year for him. I think they can get to eight games, nine games. I, that division kind of stinks. But give I don't me an answer. I, just, I, I, I think eight games. They get to eight, eight games. Eight games. Hate the answer, but it's probably right. Oh God, I would have said nine. I was. That was. But it's nine. probably eight. <laughs> nine is what I was going to say. I know it's probably an eight and a half bet, and I got to take the under. Yeah, it's probably eight and a half line and i go under i'd yeah. say and if they win nine i'm happy as hell because they won nine that probably makes them a wild card team yeah but i lost a grand <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm but, saying like eh. but but you could say that the from an organizational standpoint i feel like from leadership and culture and going from three wins to where they are if they can get to nine or that range it'll be the biggest it's the, the, the biggest bet, thing I've, the I've bet seen. is who has the biggest Increase in wins. If Vegas has a line on that, Bears win that yeah. for yeah. sure. They're going from three to at least eight yeah. wins. That's a five-win increase. You're not going to see a lot of teams with a five-win increase. No. So, correct answer. Jason, final question of the hot arm with JMO. It's been a pleasure having you guys it's on. So I missed you. you guys on, on this. This has be been bad. a blast. So, Jason, I'm curious because you are a man of multiple layers of feeling, heart, talent expertise but i'm curious um why do you do what you do what's the purpose so it's a great question first um i think the thing that adam and i and i won't speak for him i'll just speak to answer for myself but i think we've correlated on a lot of these answers over the over the year um you know it's funny the company is um 
given us a a path and an opportunity line for um, providing a lot of things for our life, whether that's been first cars, the first, you know, paying for your wedding to your house, to kids, to all these different elements. And so now um, being in the position that I am and Adam is in, I think trying to return that to the folks on our team has been a big purpose for myself. Yes, as being in management, we're supposed to return the number for, you know, executing on sales and different things. That is super important, obviously, to make sure we move forward as a company. But um, from a culture standpoint, and the and I think the thing that drove me most when I was in a sales position was, you know, what was that level of care? What was the level of purpose that they were giving me? Were they providing, were they giving me a freedom of, I need an extra day because, you know, my kid was just born or something happening. Um, trying to provide those things to folks in our culture and in our organization at the moment. Um, so grace, grace. Yeah. I mean, while I love seeing statistics and we want to make sure our sales team is achieving the goals that we set out for them, I think a big portion of it is also watching someone go, Hey, I bought a new car. Mm-hmm. I was able to get married. I moving did, people, just mm-hmm. moving folks through the cycle of life and like allowing them to shine in the moment. We don't need the thank you. We don't need the whatever, yeah. but like those, you're, little, you're witness to it though. That is yeah, the coolest thing. Good. Yeah. And that, that to me is like, um, as you spoke to me earlier on in my career, like you're going to start to see it. And that's, I think, now become a lot of our purpose in the way that we want to return things to the folks beneath us. And I think moving forward, no matter how big we get, that needs to be a core to yeah, how we manage. that's got to stay the pulse. Yes. Well, gentlemen, it's been absolutely fantastic. It's been a complete pleasure. You know that I love you both, and you're both tremendously talented, and I love collaborating with you. So I just want to remind you real quick, you gentlemen have been in the club. Appreciate you, John. Thank, Thank you. you. That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been in the club powered by club colors. Thank you so much for joining us. I know that we're a lot and guess what? We love to be a lot because we care a lot and you mean a lot. And we're very excited about what we do for a living. And we hope that you will join us in our quest to continue to scale and take your brand to the next level. Check us out at www.clubcolors.com. We are your all-in-one solution. Concept to doorstep. There is nobody better in the industry to become an extension of your brand and care about the desired outcomes that you want to achieve in your role and for your brand. We're one call away. Have a great day. Cheers. In the Club is powered by Club Colors. Club Colors is the premium marketing solution for all branded apparel and promotional products utilized to drive your brand awareness and brand success. From concept to doorstep, Club Colors can source over 9 million different product solutions, decorate your logo, create custom kitting solutions, manage all logistics, and build, manage, and curate your company online store. The full, comprehensive, all-in-one solution for your brand. Our brand promise is right solution, right place, right time. Allow Club Colors to create an inspiring brand experience for you and your team. Check us out at www.clubcolors.com.